You're listening to The World in My Eyes. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, 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 Renegade Nation Atlanta. And welcome to another episode of The World in My Eyes, where I get the opportunity of sharing what the crazy voices in my head have been talking about all week. And we have spent such a great deal of time getting very intimate with each other. But in case you're new to the program, where the hell have you been? I'm kidding. I'm still the naughty mistress with the mostess and the melodic goddess. And your deviant diva, naughty Nicole Delacroix. And before I jump into today's topic, as always, I want to remind all of you naughty little listeners out there that the Renegade Talk Radio Network is growing every single day. We've got a brand new website, so make sure that you've got it bookmarked. And if you have not been there in a while, seriously, you need to check out all the new and fascinating provocative shows that we have on the website. And don't forget, there's so much more great talk radio on its way to you, so make sure you check back daily because I promise you this, you do not want to miss what's coming up next. I promise you this, you will enjoy it. All right, my little heathens, let's jump into today's topic, because I know you're just as antsy as I am. And on today's episode of The World in My Eyes, well, we are talking President's Day. And just what the hell is this weird-ass holiday in the middle of February anyhow, right? Well, back in the good old school days, I know, think back a couple of years, February was a very important month. Not just because it included the eagerly anticipated Valentine's Day, but because even though it was the shortest month of the year, it contained two big holidays. Valentine's Day, of course. But the other was usually combined with a teacher's day. You know, where you would get two school-free days for the kids and for the adults some terrific bargains in, on bedding, linen, and towels at department store white sales. I'm not sure why they feel the need to sell those things in February, but apparently they do. But my question, what wasn't there to like about February, right? You get flowers, you get candy, and hey, you can go and buy some new bed sheets because apparently that's what happens after Valentine's Day, right? Nowadays, though, many of us... Whether we're employees or students, well, we don't really get many weekends off, or weekdays for that matter, in February or any other month. And we're offer, or they offer us a single holiday that falls on the third Monday in February, which is not really Lincoln's birthday and not nearly Washington's birthday, but it's this weird hybrid known as President's Day. So what happened to our traditional February holiday? And just what the hell are we commemorating President's Day for anyway? Well, that's what I'm here to tell you about. Some of us think that we're observing George Washington's birthday. Some of us think we're celebrating the combined birthdays of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Those used to be separate holidays, by the way. They conveniently smashed those into one when they created President's Day. And some of us think we're honoring the memory of all U.S. presidents, past and present. So... What the hell is President's Day anyway, right? Throughout the 19th century, George Washington was the towering figure of U.S. history to the American public. 
in honor of the man who commanded the Continental Army and led the American colonies to victory in the Revolutionary War, served as our first President of the United States of America, and earned the moniker Father of Our Country. Washington's birthday, which is February 22nd, was celebrated with more patriotic fervor than any other holiday save the 4th of July. Accordingly, the observance of Washington's birthday was made official in 1885 when President Chester Allen Arthur, yeah, I know, look that guy up, right, signed a bill establishing it as a federal holiday. Washington was actually born on February 11th in 1732, but that was under the Julian calendar in effect at the time when he was born. His birth date is reckoned to be actually February 22nd because the Gregorian calendar went into effect in 1752. So we're a little off on it. So, you know, he has one of those lovely birthdates that you can just fudge the numbers a little bit. I like those birthdays. However, the seeds of confusion were sown even more so in 1968 with the passage of a piece of legislation known as Uniform Holidays Bill. It was intended to create more three-day weekends for federal employees, like they need more of those, right? By moving the observance of three existing federal holidays, Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, and Veterans Day, from fixed calendar dates to designated Mondays, and by establishing Columbus Day, also to be observed on a Monday as a new federal holiday. Under this act, from 1971 onwards, the observance date of Washington's birthday would be relocated from February 22nd to the third Monday in February. Oddly enough, this change guaranteed that Washington's birthday would never again be celebrated on his actual birthday of February 22nd, as the third Monday in February cannot fall any later than February 21st. You with me so far? Good. The date of observance of Washington's birthday might have been tinkered with a bit, but the holiday was still undeniably Washington's birthday. So what the hell happened to Lincoln's birthday, right? And from where the holy hell did we get President's Day anyways? Well, the concept of combining Washington and Lincoln's birthday into one holiday called President's Day was floated as far back as the early 1950s, as the New York Times noted in 1968, and I quote, The first uniform Monday holiday plan was promulgated by the National Association of Travel Organizations in the early 1950s. It called for combining Washington and Lincoln's birthday into a single President's Day to be celebrated the third Monday in February and shifting Memorial Day to the fourth Monday in May, Independence Day to the first Monday in July, and Veterans Day to the second Monday in November. Well, this initial effort met with sporadic success in very few states, but after several years of attempting to get the individual states to adopt a uniform Monday holiday, it became apparent that a federal bill was needed to serve as an example for state action. Although early efforts to implement a uniform holiday bill in 1968 also proposed moving the observance of Washington's birthday to the third Monday in February and renaming the holiday President's Day, the past version of the bill provided only for the former. The official designation of the federal holiday observed on the third Monday of February is, and always has been, Washington's birthday. 
This holiday is designated as Washington's birthday in Section 6103A of Title V of the United States Code, which is the law that specifies holidays for federal employees. Though other institutions such as state and local governments and private businesses may use other names, it is always the federal government's policy to always refer to holidays by the names designated in the law. Now, President Nixon is frequently identified as the party responsible for changing Washington's birthday into President's Day and fostering the notion that it is a day for commemorating all U.S. presidents, a feat he supposedly achieved by issuing a proclamation on the 21st of February in 1971, which declared the third Monday in February to be a holiday set aside to honor all presidents, even myself. Well... If that's not a little bit of Spock wishing himself, you know, live long and prosper, but whatever. I mean, you know, Nixon didn't have a whole long to, a whole lot to glom onto, so we'll give him this one. That claim stems not from fact, however, but from a newspaper spoof. Actually, presidential records indicate that Nixon merely issued an executive order, and that's Executive Order Number 11582, on the 11th of February, 1971, defining the third Monday of February as a holiday, and the announcement of that executive order identified the day as Washington's birthday. Ah, look at that. Nixon didn't take away from Washington. And Washington's birthday has become President's Day, or President's Day, or even Presidential Day. The usage is pretty inconsistent. For many of us, because federal holidays technically apply only to persons employed by the federal government and the District of Columbia. Individual state governments do not have to observe federal holidays, and most of them generally don't. And most private employers in school districts pretty much don't either. But federal and state holiday observances can differ. For example, former Confederate states have observed several holidays not recognized at a federal level, such as June 3rd, which is Jefferson Davis's day, and controversial Arizona Governor Ev Meckham drew headlines in 1987 when one of his first official acts upon inauguration was to rescind an executive order issued by the previous governor that had established the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr., which is now a federal holiday, but it started as an Arizona state holiday. Although Lincoln's birthday has never been designated as a federal holiday, it was observed as a state holiday in many parts of the country. However, after additional federal holidays were created for Columbus Day and the birthday of Martin Luther, Jr., Martin Luther King Jr. in 1971 and in 1986, respectively, some states dropped the observance of Lincoln's birthday as a separate holiday in order to maintain a fixed number of paid holidays per year and some states had never observed Lincoln's birthday in the first place. As a result, we now have a hodgepodge of state holiday schedules in the United States. Some states still observe Lincoln's and Washington's birthday as separate holidays. I'm guessing one of those is probably Illinois. Some states only observe Washington's birthday. Some states comm commemorate both with a single President's Day or Lincoln-Washington Day, and some states celebrate neither. And there are odd exceptions such as Alabama, which designated the third Monday in February as a day commemorating both George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, even though Jefferson was born in April. Yeah, okay, go figure, they're from Alabama. 
A few states even moved their observances of Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday, and President's Day to November or December in order to lengthen the Thanksgiving or Christmas holiday periods without creating additional paid holidays. An attempt to clear up some of this confusion at the federal level was made through the introduction of the Washington-Lincoln Recognition Act of 2001 to Congress. The bill proposed that the legal public holiday known as Washington's birthday shall be referred to by that name and no other by all entities and officials of the United States government and requested that the president issue a proclamation each year recognizing the anniversary of the birth of President Abraham Lincoln and calling upon the people of the United States to observe such anniversary with appropriate ceremonies and activities. But, it failed to clear subcommittee and died without ever being voted upon. I know, big surprise, right, my renegade nation? Something the government came up with, they never really figured it out, and basically just left it sitting there as a big old fucking mess. Well, that's all she wrote, my little love bugs. Happy President's Day, and remember, at least we have a day to commemorate not all our presidents have been total douche canoes. All right, stay tuned. We'll have much more from Renegade Talk Radio. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.